Welcome back to Studio 22. My name is Chad Prather, and this is the Chad Prather Show. And I'm happy that you're sitting here watching, listening, or tuning in. I don't care what you're doing as long as you're paying attention. We're going to do a little show called uh, Frequently Asked Questions. Um, because, look, you can scour the universe that is social media and get really bogged down and waste a lot of time. And for someone like me that has a lot of folks who are kind of chiming in and tuning in and telling me what I should do with my life and all the business and you know, things like that. It's kind of hard to keep that element of mystery, but I'm doing my best. We sometimes like to come on this show and talk about questions that get asked frequently, hence the name. Hot News Natalie is sitting over here in the hot seat, and you have a, a little a bunch of cards. I have some cards, uh, and these are my socks I'm wearing, if y'all are watching. They got my, my, my little orange toe socks on. Uh, Party Foul Steve sitting over in the peanut gallery. He's got a list of questions. We're just seeing how far we get. And, and thank you to Candace, the uh, queen of the Ethiopians, who went through and found these things. You, She's a heck of a researcher, man. Yeah. And uh, Puppet Master Mark over there, he's just there for moral support and to make sure that we look good. And so. you know what, Candace, for future shows, because we can do this again. I don't know a lot of people know that would do this. So where can they where where can you find me? Where should they post them so you can find them? Yeah. Yes. So if you're on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, you can come right here and just comment right now as uh-huh. we're talking. No, yes. we're not live, so you, you, <laughs> we're not gonna. Me. Yeah, we, we're not, you know, you're you're we're not reading your comments right but now. We usually watch live. Yeah. Well, we watch, it, watch it when it comes out live at yeah. six o'clock at night. So, but you know, hey, this might be a few days out. So we we just we're just here for entertainment, comedy, craziness, common sense. That's what you get right here on the Chad Brady Show. Let's get right into the frequently asked questions. I'm going to go with you, Natalie. I'm so scared. And these are questions for me, right? These these are. All around. Oh, okay. No one Everybody, is Everybody's in trouble. All right. Yep. Okay. My first question is, Chad, or any, or Steve, how's the sex strike going? Oh, I'm on day th- uh, 14. See, my days are kind of running together. They're mm-hmm. running together. Um, sex strike, I'm on day 14. Uh, I took a cold shower this morning, and, and that was because I had, yeah, um, cold showers are becoming a thing right now. There's... You that, thought the gout was from bad eating. It's no sex. <laughs> I was going to say, around my house, we're not stopping sex. Oh, if there's okay. a sex drive going on, Let somebody's me tell you leaving. Something. Steve, how old are you, 48 years old? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're 48. You'll be 49 in September. September yeah. 6th. Look at you. Yeah. Oh. I'm the one who has to book all your flights. Oh, okay. So, you know um, my birthday. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You You didn't do the sex strike, though, right? Nope. I've seen your husband. I wouldn't either. Mm-mm. That's a sexy man. Sexy man. man. Woo, that's a good looking man, Ow! Joe Stanier. I love it. Day 14, sex track. My wife's loving it. <laughs> it's great. Like genuinely? For the, yeah, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm leaving her alone. But see, Jade's been on this big hard workout, and she's on this four-week challenge where she's been Ooh. eating everything clean and all that stuff. So she ain't got the energy for that anyway. She's right. wasting away to nothing. But her butt looks amazing. Uh, anyway, for those of you wondering, that's Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano, who came out and said, you know, as long as this Alabama abortion bill has, is going through and mm-hmm. we're discussing this heartbeat bill in Georgia, then we're going to we're banning sex because, you know, men will get that overturned. And people are like, if it were up to men to get pregnant, abortions would be legal at the 7-Eleven. No, they wouldn't. Stop saying stupid things. Mm-hmm. Party Fausti, you got some questions? Mm-hmm. I've got a question here. Uh, where can I get 
Chad Prather Show merchandise. WatchChad.com. WatchChad.com. Right now, though, we're having a little issue with our PayPal account. i got to get that fixed because we have a new website, WatchChad.com, and we're about to switch our merch marketplace marketplace over. So um, I I don't know. We're having some issues with our checkout system. Anyway, WatchChad.com. Did I say WatchChad.com? WatchChad.com. Oh, and we have the new uh, Party Foul shirts that are coming out. Uh, They're going to be like quarter sleeve. They're awesome. Uh, they say PFAF, and they're really funny, oh, and they're really yes. beautiful. And for those of you who don't know what PFAF means, yes. it's pro- sure, it's probably not for you. Um, is it really that hot in Studio 22? Oh. Uh, we're on the third level of Gehenna, folks. Like, I'm not saying it's hot, but when I went out to get coffee earlier, Lucifer said, sup. And I said, it's freaking temperature, bro. It's hot. It's hot, Studio 22. Like, I, that, why do you think my shoes are off? I, I'm, I'm soaked down to my underwear. Yep. And uh, my underwear is actually down here in this leg right now. It's like just just melted all the way down my leg. They're soaked and, because of the sex strike. Well, anyway, this is my. I don't even. Like, I went to my man doctor, and he goes, "You have your testosterone level so low. I have female patients that have more than you do." So, hey, truth hurts. More facial hair too. That's what it is. Well, it's coming. It's coming. Baby face. I look like a. I look like a dirty Q-tip. Look at this. Anyway. It's hot in here, right, guys? It's hot. Okay. Yes. All right, what you got? Okay. What's been Steve's biggest party foul? Nope. Not nope. We can't talk about, about that one. <laughs> Come on. Second. You said that they could ask like a, anything. Part, they can don't. ask. We don't have to answer. Come on. Years ago, the night that I told Steve that one day I was going to hire him to travel on the road with me, let me just say we were at a friend's pool behind their house and... Uh, uh, it was swimsuit optional, and we found that out because St- Steve was the only one skinny dipping. <laughs> it happens. We, we, yeah, Steve was the only one going, hey, look at my jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> look at the shark fin. Like, he can really swim on his back. It's amazing. Uh, Your fans want to know. Yeah, Give I them know. what they want. What's amazing to me is that Party Fowl has fans. I mean, they, they, you got, they do. You got diehards, man. There's, there's a couple out there. <laughs> yeah. Somebody asked for an autograph. Well, that's still weird to me. Somebody sent me a message uh, about wanting an autographed picture of me. And so, like, Jade, they'll see, they, like, I typically don't see them or respond. And so Jade sees them. And Jade made me sign something. And she sent them off. And so she sent one. But she's, the guy sent her a message back after he received it and said, no, I want, I want one of everybody. Like, he wants a picture of you signed. He wants a picture of Party Fouses signed. And so what we're going to do is, and I've already talked to the guys over in in uh, in the think tank. I talked to Alexander. We're going to do like a, an Avengers poster yes. with all of our faces on there. And, and yeah. So, David James, you're getting your uh, autographed picture. It's there coming. you go. We're all going to yeah. sign it. But we're going to have a fun. And, like, it's everybody regularly is on the show. So it would be Party Fowl. It will be Natalie. It will be uh, Puppet Master. It will be the Queen over there. Um, I think I might make an appearance. We'll, we'll put Bougie Sean and Metro Jason on yeah. here. We'll have to bring Heaton on. Heaton yeah. could be like the evil supervillain yes. genius. He's like Loki. Like he, a gargoyle. He, he, he just, yeah, we'll just kind of put Heaton on there. And then we can put, um, um, gosh, there's, who else? Who, who, oh, my gosh, who am I leaving out? Ah, I think that takes yeah, care of everyone. Jade? It. Jade. Uh-oh. Yeah. No, See, that's Jade. why I hate my life right there. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I knew all along she was going to be the center of She'll attention. She'll be the heart yeah. of it. Yeah. But anyway. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. So way to not answer that question. That's great. I did. That was yeah. a great. That was. I don't know that that's the worst one, but it's probably up there. It's close. Natalie. Oh. 
Any advice for a DCC, Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, hopeful? Oh, there's a lot of advice. Let's keep it about 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, <laughs> get in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, do your research. Do your homework. You know, they, they took a test last weekend over Cowboys knowledge, history, current events. You got to know your stuff. Before you walk in last year, I think a girl was asked about hashtag me too. And she had no idea what they were talking about. Mm. And that went on national television Mm. and it cost her because you got to know, at least be able, if you don't know to fake, you know, what you do know. So that would be it. And and don't be be scared. If you know who, you should know who Ed Too Tall Jones is. You should know who. Pearson. Yes. And, you know. uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah. You know, those guys. Um. Jay Novacek. You probably need to know who Jerry Jones is. Yeah, that would be helpful. You need to know. You need to know that they're. You know, um, that you don't hit home runs mm-hmm. in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, and be able to kick, kick your leg real, real high. Party foul. Steve could probably actually give a great synopsis on what people should know because he's watched every episode yeah. of Making the Team. That was great advice. Show, show him a good high kick. <laughs> How's that? What is wrong with us? That's pretty good. You look good. All right. Okay, Steve, cool. what you got? All right. How did Chad and Party Foul Steve meet? Oh, match. Grinder. <laughs> Grinder.com. No, that was pre-Grinder days. Um, I, think, I think we were in a bar in Fort Worth. I was tour managing for uh, Mark McKinney Band at that time, mm-hmm. maybe, or out with one of the other bands that I've worked for. And uh, we became friends over the years. Well, we had mutual friends, but, you know, I'm one of those guys, if I go to the show somewhere, I kind of like to hang out back. I'm always one of those guys that checks out the merch booth. You yeah. know, I'm always seeing who's got T-shirts. I try to support. You know, that this that it's the T-shirts. Nobody's getting rich off of T-shirts unless you're Kenny Chesney or Tim McGraw. I try to – that's what pays the gas to get up and down the road. So I always try to see, buy some koozies, buy a T-shirt, whatever. Um, and I always hang out back there at the merch. And so I, like every Texas musician out there, I know they're merch guys. And I think we were hanging out and chilling, and, and yeah. I just liked you. Steve's easy to know. Yeah. Steve's, it's easy to know Steve. Mm-hmm. And Steve never meets a stranger, and Steve makes friends with everybody. Steve never has a crossword for anybody unless you cut him off in traffic, and then even then you <laughs> and then I curse it. a little. Um, uh, he's got a little element of road rage there. But no, I mean, you know, Steve's a friend to everybody. And so I watched Steve for a few years. Well, I kept telling him, I was like, dude. But, like, here's a dude who, who wasn't he wasn't doing drugs. He wasn't a drunk. He wasn't getting stupid. You know, he wasn't getting in fights. He loves his wife. And I was like, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I want him I want him a part of what I'm doing. So that's – that's. I told him a couple of years ago, I was like, Steve, one of these days I'm going to call on you. And it's going to be time. And he was like, yeah, sure. I laughed. Yeah, yeah, sure. He's like, what are you going to hire me to do? <laughs> Here he sits. And you know that PFAF is going to make y'all rich. I hope so. It's a beautiful. It's it like a, a. It's a I'm beautiful shirt. One. It's like a. It's like a. Um, I kind of went with that old stylish, like seventy style design. That's kind of. Yeah. It's, it's it's sharp. Yeah. Where do you see it? I got pictures of it. I'll show it to you. Good. It's beautiful. That's a girl shirt too, right? It, it can be, but it's it's the quarter sleeve. I know, but I thought we also. Oh were well, we uh, do. Well, that's the Star Spangled Banter shirt that's coming. Okay, I thought. Oh. Yeah, okay. those are those V-neck are off the presses right now. They should be here any day. Good. We need any a, moment. Yeah, I'm gonna wear mine to, the, say I to your show. What you got? Me? Yeah. Oh, I like this question. Thank you, guys. What is? Your, tell us your strangest fan encounter, Chad. Well, the, the, one of the strangest ones was I, like I do the videos, and they're like a. 
they're like therapy for me mm-hmm. because I just get it off my chest, right? That's how it started. Had no idea when I put the camera phone up in the dashboard of my truck that millions of people are going to start watching these videos. For me, it was just getting it off my chest. And I don't go back and watch the videos, and so a lot of times I don't know what I've said. And apparently I'd done one about adult undergarments, mm-hmm. like Depends diapers. Mm-hmm. And so this lady comes up to me in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and she says, she says, oh, I meant to bring a pair of Depends for you to sign. And I was like, what is she talking about? And so, you know, me, I'm just kind of quick-witted. I said, well, let me just sign the ones you're wearing. And that could have gone a bunch of different ways, right? That could have been offensive or whatever. But she was good-natured. She said she was funny. She goes, oh, no, baby, I want you to sign some dry ones. <laughs> so so that was that was pretty that – was, that's the one I can tell. The other strangest one, I'm not going to tell on this thing. You've had people follow you into the bathroom. Uh, and Allison, my uh, good friend and assistant, has snatched them out by their ponytail. Uh, women have yeah. followed you into the, re- into the men's restroom. And men, I had a guy in San Jose, California, who came up and he was like, uh, I just want to let you know that you have gay fans and we're here. And, and I'm like, I know that. Yeah. I had a dude who uh, lives a couple hours north of here. This was a couple of years ago. He offered me a sexual encounter. And I'll just let your imagination drift off. To, and he said, and it will be the best you've ever had. And it, you, was. And, it, and it will be secret. No, it was really not. It was horrible, oh, okay. actually. And I mean, talk about false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you drive an hour and a half and go and to a rest just, area. And you think, you know, hey. It's going to happen. Yeah. So, no. I, I've had some pretty funny ones. I've had people that want to, you know, shoot me, stab me, kill me. You know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I love everybody, man. Mm. I love everybody. You remember what that lady said to us in Cincinnati? I still got a picture of her on my phone. It's the very first picture I saved it. I pinned it to the top of my album because she wanted to take a picture about her husband. She said, "That's my husband right there taking that picture. We've been married forty five years, and when he's dead, mm-hmm. what she said she was going to do? She was going to run <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. one more time. She said she's going to be cremated, <laughs> put her ashes in her douche bag, and run him through her one more time. That's disgusting. Yeah. I don't need to know that. I, I don't. That's. Dis- I'm sorry. I just lost fans for saying that. I just lost yeah. friends right there for saying that. Yeah. But that, they said yeah. it. They said it. Yeah. Filter people. Really, filter. <laughs> filter. Let's let's keep one right there. Have you ever needed security? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We always we, have security at live shows. We always have security. We have armed guards. Um, and at times we have uh traveled with private security. Okay. And um yeah, we we always have security because people are crazy. Yeah. They're nuts. You know, the difference between me and a lot of people who talk about politics is I'm really not a flamethrower. Like, I'm not out there pointing fingers and saying, you're going to hell for this or whatever, Mm-mm. or you're evil because you don't agree with me on some political stance. Um, but it's still, some people still get ticked off over it. And, yeah. Well, we always have security. Yeah. And I promise you, I'm always the first one to go and shake all of their hands once they <laughs> make sure they're good that night. And, hey, you want a sandwich from back here? Anything like that. So, anyway, anyway I love everybody. Everybody loves me. Whatever. Don't don't pay attention to the body. Security armor. is the first at crafty, <laughs> <laughs> they, and they should be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so hey, here's one. Okay. What's been your favorite podcast episode so far? Uh, honestly, the ones with Heaton, the highballs with Heaton are great. Those are fun. But if you're gonna take a guest, if you're gonna take a guest, mm. I would. Um, I've had some good ones. Um, I love the one the other day with James Robinson. That was fun. Uh, Phil Robertson was fun. Um, I, you know, I didn't know where that one was gonna go. Mm, but a favorite, 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 favorite. Steve? I don't have a favorite. I love them all. Yeah, I'll see, that's a cop out right there. Do you have one? I'll, I'll, I like the one that y'all did with uh, Jared and Joseph. 
Oh, you're sucking up. That's partial. Well, no, I'm promoting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. It was a good one. Um, you know what? Oh gosh, her name is slipping my mind, but our our hunter, that one got a lot of Kendall Jones. Kendall. Yeah. That one got a lot of talk. She triggered some <gasps> people, right? Yeah. But, you know, that's you should be making people talk. Well, this is the nature of the game. You know, we come on here and we do talk. If all we did was sit here and read the Bible to you, you're going to tune out. I mean, you right. know, so-and-so begat so-and-so, and I'm not diminishing that, but it's it's sure. a fact. You're going to get, you know, humdrum yeah. and all this. We, we try to keep it on the edge a little bit and make people think but also laugh. And, you know, look, we want to trigger you a little bit. That's the nature of what we do. I want to have people in here that I don't agree with. I like having people in here that I can disagree with and we can mm-hmm. still be friends. I think it's fun to be able to see that. You know, that's the beauty of me and Andrew Heaton when we debate these topics is that that we laugh it off and then we go to dinner, you know? Yeah. And so that's the way the world works. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let the virtual world deceive you into thinking that that's the way the real world is. So we have, we just, you know, I try to have fun with everybody. Yeah. I love hearing people's opinions on things, even when they're wrong. <laughs> but no, I think you got to keep people on edge. There's, you got to keep this thing moving. You got to keep it going. And, and, and look, I get, I watch it sometimes and I get bored. So right. I just tell people do, but I, but I know that there are going to people say, well, you just lost a follower. Thank you for following for the period of time that you did. I really appreciate you. Um, but if one comment is going to make you leave, you weren't really following anything. Um, like the other day, I had a lady who said, you're drinking on the job. Uh, you know, I'm leaving. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, God bless you. I appreciate you. But A lot of do. people came to your defense. I saw that one. Huh? A lot of people came to your defense about <laughs> well, that. They're like, Jesus so, drank on the job, too. I said that. I said, well, oh, you know, just, yeah. just like Jesus. <laughs> Don't you bring Jesus into this? Well, I mean, you know. It was his first miracle, John chapter 2. He didn't just make wine. He made vats of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. so anyway, and his mama requested it. That's, what's lo- that's what I love about that, mom. Party time, mom. Yep. We have fun in here. Yeah. I want people to feel like they're just sitting around hanging out. That's why, to me, like this is my favorite thing I do. It really is. I love doing these podcasts. I love sitting down. I love my family, which is you guys, and, and just, you know, it's good times. Yeah. They're all good. Steve, what you got? All right. For Natalie, um, two-part question. Have you ever kissed a girl, and did you like it? <laughs> oh, wait. That was my question. Hang on. All right. Um, Steve, what is it like traveling with Chad 24-7? That's, you ask yourself a question. Yeah, I, I just sit. Just like you see him on here, like you see him live on stage, he's 24-7 that way. It's annoying. Well, it was funny because but he pays Steve, the bills. Steve, <laughs> Steve said he just stuck his fingers in his ears because my mother used to always say, she's like, Chad. Oh, she said, Steve, how do you always just sit through Chad's shows? And he said, just like this. And he put his fingers <laughs> in his ears. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we, I guess. We travel good together. We, we travel great we together. Fun. I can't imagine doing it's, it with anybody else. Hmm. The way we travel. I mean, it, you'd get sick of somebody. Yeah. You'd get sick of your own spouse traveling as much as we are together yeah. on, you know, airports. and Because we, we're in stressful situations. Mm-hmm. We, we're always in an airport, always in an airplane, always dealing with strangers. You know, like my mother came to me the other day. We did a hometown show back in Augusta, Georgia, where I grew up. And, and everybody was backstage. And they were coming up. And they were hugging and talking and taking pictures. And they were. And my mom was like, I don't know how you do it. And I was like, well, but mom, the difference is I know all those people. Like, I've known those people my entire life. Imagine mm-hmm. having to do that week in and week out with strangers. Right. Now, I love it because I love the small talk. And it, for me, it's like a second show. The meet and greet is like a second show. I love to go in there and hang out with people and just be goofy and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get 
there's a lot going on. Steve and I are in a lot of stressful situations together, and, and we handle it good together. Yeah. Yeah. I got a fun one. Uh-oh. Where do you guys see the podcast in one year? <laughs> Hopefully in an air-conditioned room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that. Yeah. You know, I, our goal with the podcast has always been, so, you know, this is our temporary set, uh, Studio 22, and, and it's been great. It's fantastic. There's a lot of history here. I actually love this room, and mm-hmm. um, but we're going to be moving into another building. They're building out another set for us, and our goal has always been we want this to kind of be a, the narrative of we're kind of hanging out in the man cave or in the basement just with everybody, just talking and chatting it up and having a good time. But we're, where we're taking it, we're still going to have a lot of fun, but it's going to be a lot um, cleaner lines. So like they threw this, God bless them, they threw this uh, studio together in less than a week, just a few days of just saying, hey, here we go. But this one's going to be a little more of a talk show type set where we can go in there. Everybody's got a little more space to have their space. Mm-hmm. We'll have a couch where we can have more people on, you know, at any given time. And, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully it won't take us a year to get in there. But see, our goal, and this is why it's important, if you enjoy this and you, what we're going to do is I think that there's a way to take something like this and actually syndicate it out whether it were to be a radio show or actually a television show, a television talk show, where you could put this kind of stuff out there and make it really funny, really entertaining with everything. I mean, everything that you enjoy about television talk. Live, we can put music on it. We can put, you know, sketch comedy. We can cut away to these kind of things that are they're fun and funny and mm-hmm. monologues that are funny. And, you know, it's, I don't know, sky's the limit. Yeah. Anyway, that's my vision. We'll see. What you got? Mine actually kind of... Went into the last one, but I really like this one. I want to answer it. What's it really like, really like working with Chad? Wow. I'm really the center of attention. Huh. I'll, I'll start. Yeah, Unless you ahead. want to. I mean, no, you go ahead. All right, and yes. you guys can pipe in, too. Candace, Mark. Um, I'm the newest to the show, and so when you guys asked me to, to join, um, one thing that I learned really quickly is I really do believe that the Chad that you see on this podcast is the Chad that you that you get. It's just it's you. You are who you are. And I will say the thing that I appreciate, because obviously I've said this before, you have a brilliant mind. You, you probably don't sleep because you think so much. But there's a, there's a lot of brilliant minds who have zero emotional intelligence. And your emotional intelligence to me is through the roof because you can read a room. You en- you engage everybody, which I think a lot of talk show hosts actually don't do very well. They ask questions so that you can hear their opinions. That's the only reason why they ask you questions. I really feel like you ask questions because you are learning from everybody. When people decide to unfollow you, it makes me sad because I wish that everybody would realize that you come from a place of love. Mm. You always do. There's never, you know, we, we talked about my you know, my high school sweetheart yesterday and being, you know, but we've been to the shows. We love everybody. Yeah. You love everybody. You know, that doesn't mean you don't have an opinion, but so do they. Sure. You know, and as long as we're all coming from a place of love, that's what, and sometimes that's what I feel like people are missing in, in politics today. There is no, there is no love in that. Yeah. There's just a lot of yeah. hate base. So I really mean that about you. I think you're one of the kindest people and I think you do an amazing job of, um, Engaging everybody in the conversation. Aww. I'm going to tear up over here. I'm no, serious. I don't have sweating. to blow smoke. We will start paying you. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, if you start paying her. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Candace and Mark can probably pipe in. They're going to be like, it's good. 
No, I was going to say um, I joined about a month after the show had already started, but it's it's like the greatest group of people you could ever hang out with, and it doesn't feel like work. I get up every morning super excited to hang out with these guys and film and interview some great guests, and I don't know a lot of other people who could say that they absolutely love their job, um, and it's all down to the people, especially Chad. So, Oh. Hmm. I feel like it's my birthday or something. Yeah. yeah it is fun. true. Hmm. Look at me. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, Mark. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. See, I look at that us. face every day. Um, <laughs> no, the best, the funniest thing about working on this show is that uh, most shows I've worked on, it's very separate. There's the talent, there's the production staff, there's the producers. This show is one team and, like, one family. Uh, so that's the funniest thing about it. It's something I picked up as soon as I started working with Chad that it would be different and... It's definitely like that. We go to dinner together. I mean, it's it's really a big family. It's what it is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the funnest thing about working. No, on, it on is a show. big family. You know, I was with my I was on the phone with my manager yesterday, and he was you know talking about this and that differences we could do with the podcast. And I'm like, look, we we're we're growing together. It's not the, a Chad thing. It's a it's a Studio Twenty Two thing, and that's the family. You know, it, it's all of us together, and that's I like kind of tearing down that fourth wall where you can see the people behind the scenes. And we try to do that with Sean and Jason on the Humor Me show mm-hmm. um, where, you know, they're characters. You know, I, I, we did with the last two shows I did live shows. I brought uh, Bougie Sean out on stage. I won't say what I said to bring him out on stage. But, you know, everybody's <laughs> clapping and cheering for him because, you know, I, I want everybody to have that element of rec- rec- uh, recognition yeah. um, and praise on because I, I, there, I, you could, I couldn't go out and handpick better people to work with. Mm. It's it's amazing. So they encourage me, and, and um, yes, I like Candace better than most of you, but, you know. That's fine. Anyway. Probably my favorite thing is I get to come into work every single day, be myself, sit with myself, and enjoy myself. <laughs> I mean, you want to be good. You try to be good. <laughs> to be you good. hope you're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really such an honor to work with myself. <laughs> Be in my presence. Nobody, nobody, nobody celebrates Steve like Steve, which brings me to a Steve question. What does Party Foul do as your tour manager? Uh, anything got, I ask him to, basically. Somebody's got to make his whiskey. Yeah. Steve Steve takes a lot of pressure off. You know, it, Steve makes sure that uh, the shows are advanced. There's some moving parts to that, making sure that the sound checks happen and that the stuff, the gear gets where it needs to be and and, uh, you know, we're on time. Listen, Steve has this bad habit of being ahead of time. Like, I know that most people, like, the opposite would be horrible. Like, if you're always late, bougie Sean, if you're always late to something, that's a problem. And so I'm happy that Steve is early to things. But, like, Steve wants to be 30 minutes early, but then he, he feels the need to be 30 minutes early to the 30 minutes early. So he's actually <laughs> um, an hour early. And that's problematic, especially when you're trying to sleep that extra 30 minutes before yeah. 7 a.m. flight. And so, but no, Steve, we've never been late. We've never missed a show. Um, well, well, you know, there's a I, lot I of moving parts either, behind the scenes. Are, <laughs> so. Steve's banging on your door. Like, Get up. We're going to miss a flight. Steve is in seven hours. Um, but no, Steve takes care of everything. He, 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 he uh, flirts with the ladies. He takes all the pictures with them. Yep. And uh, pretty much it's, it's all about Steve. It is. He sells as the t-shirts. As long as I can sell them a t-shirt. Sure they get and, sold. PFAF. Yeah. That's right. Steve cashes checks. I cash checks. I collect all the money. I make sure all the contracts are Listen, in line. I'm, I'm such an old man in the regard that I don't drive. I don't like when we go somewhere, Jade does all the driving. Mm-hmm. I hate to drive. Honestly, hate to drive. Yeah. And uh, I, I got so much going on. I want to just be where I can deal. So Steve does all the driving. Yep. 
And so anyway, stuff like that. Good stuff. I've seen Steve deal with you when you're in a non-happy place. Yeah, well, that's... And you and you handle it well. I was occasional. in Vegas, and I don't know what was happening, and I didn't ask, but something was stressing you out. Yeah. And we, you know, it, you hadn't lost a lot of money that I know of. <laughs> it was something that had to do with that, and I just, um, you know, again, Steve handled that the way that... I think I was mad at Steve. I yeah, think, I feel like it... No, it, I don't think you were mad at me. I think we were having another issue that was, you know, I don't even remember now, but it was not me. But I didn't know y'all well, so I didn't stick my nose in. Otherwise, I'd have walked up and just been yeah. nosy but i don't sometimes, know what it was but sometimes you, we deal with things with venues yeah. that are you know can be stressful or just a you know so pain. there was you know there was this missionary that had come back after living 20 years in india and and someone asked him they said you know when you were there what were your biggest challenges in that jungle was it the tigers was it the you know was it the pythons or things like that and he said uh it was actually the mosquitoes and the gnats and see, that's the thing that people don't realize is, is there's not a lot of lions and tigers out there waiting to eat you. It's the mm. little things that, that build up and then th- that really becomes the pest. Yeah. So living the life that we live, there's a lot of details. And that's one of the reasons why I love our crew so much. Um, and I, again, I include Sean and Jason. Um, one, they're amazingly talented, but they handle the details. And I'm learning to let go of a lot of details because, yeah. you know, people say, well, I'll get messages all the time. They'll say, well, whoever is handling Chad's messages, would you please tell him? And I'm like, oh, it's Chad reading these yeah. messages. Like if, if there's a comment on social media, uh, 99.9% of the time it is me that's yep. doing the responding. Yep. Um, yeah. And so I, I handle those things. I'm learning to I'll never let that go because yeah. it's my social media. You don't want to talk to one of my assistants mm-hmm. responding to me. I, I, that's <clears throat> that's not a good thing. But well, if you like, become president, you're going to probably have to let it yeah, go. I'm going to be like the queen who just turns her Instagram right. over to somebody. <clears throat> but like Allison, I have finally turned over my uh, travel scheduling. Thank you uh, to Allison. I think that's somebody else's <laughs> It is, but it's here. Um, you know, like booking flights, hotels, like I've done all of that stuff for five years now and, and taking care of those kind of things. People say, why didn't Steve do it? Because <laughs> we'd be early. Because no, no, <laughs> I don't like 4 a.m. flights. So, you know, every trip is different. Every trip is different. So Allison's taking that over. And that's hard for me to delegate and let things go. But anyway, um, would you ever take the podcast on the road? Oh, we're gonna. Oh, we're gonna. As soon as we can get this thing moved over into another um, uh, studio and we kind of get some moving parts here where we can take these cameras out with us and some microphones, there's a lot of live places I would like to go out and do podcasts and interact with people, not the least of which I'd love to do what I've seen our buddy Steven Crowder do, and that is go into an auditorium, like a theater auditorium, and and have this show and bring the guests out. We could have some really big surprises and stuff and uh, do that in front of a live audience. It'd be a lot of fun. And... In a bunker. In a bunker, yeah. We can we can go hide out all by ourselves and do it in the bunker. <laughs> Live from Won't the bunker. Won't get signal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you guys have a, like a preference of a place you'd like to do a live a show somewhere, a podcast from a location? Um, you mentioned a bunker, so yeah. maybe Glenn's bunker. If we play, <laughs> if, now listen to me, Glenn. if we play our cards right. We We're going to Glenn Beck's happen. bunker. Yeah. He has a bunker? Live from the bunker. That would be fun. Located at. Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna drop uh, locations. <laughs> longitude. <laughs> Check latitude. in. Check Glenn in. Glenn is so going to kill me for all this The streaming talk. service cuts out right as we're <laughs> 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 Like, Glenn quit cussing years ago, but I think we can bring him back into it. 
<laughs> One fell swoop. Exactly. But no, we're definitely going to take it on the road. What you got, Stephen? When will you get the truck back? That's a dang good question, dude. I'm hoping this week. <clears throat> hoping this week. That's four months. Four yeah. months they've had that truck. Had I known Road Armor, Road Armor, how long this was going to take, um, it's been been an issue. We own three vehicles, and currently we're driving two rental cars. <laughs> I won't even tell you why. The truck, as you know, is gone. They're at Road Armor, and it's going to be beautiful when it comes back. Um, I won't tell you about the two cars, though, Jade. Two. Oh. Yeah. No. I'm not even going to go Uh-oh. there. I know. Anyway. Two for two. <laughs> Natala. Um, would you ever, this is this is about the comedy tour, though. Would you ever take it to Europe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. We're trying, we're working on that now, actually. Um, you know, we, we've done some international stuff, but, but we're working on taking it to Europe. And uh, I think what we do, we have a huge fan base in, in the U.K., Got a huge fan base in Australia. I know there's people right now watching from both places, so um, God bless you guys. And uh, no, yeah, November, I, November we're going across the pond with it. Yeah, November we will mm-hmm. be in Ireland. Uh, we'll be there for a week, so I encourage you to. What's the website for that? The Red Red Dirt Pub Crawl. Yes, we're going to be on that. Hey, come go with us. You can go with us on mm-hmm. that. We're going to have fun. A lot of Texas musicians and ourselves. You can sign up. Make sure you pick me as a person you sign up under, or me. Yeah. Or Steve, party pal Steve Powell. Whatever you like more. Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to have a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think the, the humor that we do, I think, with that audience, it would translate very, very well in the U.K. Um, live shows because we're pretty blunt. Those yeah. folks are still pretty blunt. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Mm. All right, here's my last question. Y'all, y'all can keep asking a few more. Um, what's your filming schedule for the podcast? Why do you pre-record? Filming schedule is primarily on Monday, primarily on Mondays and somewhat on Tuesdays. We do Mondays because I'm still kind of in road mode because I came back on Sunday from being somewhere else across the country. And um, I can get up and come in here and knock it all out, get it done, and we can deal with the Monday headlines that we typically do here. And then I'll usually come back in on Tuesday because that's close enough to Wednesday to do the headlines that we can get it get it done. Um uh, if I had my way, we'd come in here and do one every day, but I got to get back on the road. And usually that starts yep. winding up again around Wednesdays. We don't really do days off. I mean, in my life, we really don't. Even mm-hmm. days off, I'm still doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, L.A. calls me every single day of my life, every single day of my life, and wants to talk business and things like that. And, hey, I'm not complaining. God bless it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope it, I hope it increases more and more. We have to find strategic ways within the day to get some rest. I got to be a little bit more uh, covetous if you will, about resting mm-hmm. because I'm getting old. I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like Uncle Larry up in here. I, these kids every day, they got things to do around us, and I ain't got nothing to do but sit here and complain. All I do is just <laughs> my pants. God, <laughs> I swear. I don't know what you're doing. Where do I, where's a guy get a dame like you, Natalie? Oh, my God. Your husband, he might be a big dude, but I'll kick his ass. Mm. He couldn't carry my jock strap back when I was crossing the Seine. It was it was 1919, and World War One had been over. You know why I didn't know it was over for a year? Because I was still walking through the freaking forest. We didn't have telephones. We had teleperson, you understand? That's what I'm talking about. That's Uncle Larry. Uncle Larry's hardcore, and I'm starting to feel like it. Rip you to shreds. Here, hold uh, my depends. Hold it. I got him wearing a nut bra right now. You haven't, you haven't left. 
until you shit out on a toilet and you hear a splash. Oh, all right. Next question. <laughs> Dream guest for the podcast. Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump, mm. that's your dream guest? Oh, yeah, 100%. Look, we've already asked Jenna Jameson. Okay. If you know, you know, uh, uh, who has responded favorably. We're going to get Uncle Ted Nugent on here. We're going to get Larry the Cable Guy uh, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Cable Guy's already agreed to come on. It's it's, it's a matter of, so like, Candice works miracles with, with getting the guests. Like, I'll send her a message or whatever, and I'll say, here's a contact. Or she goes out and finds them herself. But I think uh, I think we got a good shot here soon to have uh, DJ TJ uh, Donald Trump Jr. on, and um, I think of, I, that like that would be a fun podcast from the road, right in the Oval Office. Wow, I think so. Let's do it. It's gonna happen. It can happen. I've been to the White House. Natalie took a picture through a- the gate. Who's your dream guest? <laughs> that, that, I was just sitting here thinking about that. I'm, I think any Trump in here would be really yeah. cool. Um, Look at Barack Obama. I would actually I mean, love. You know. I would actually love to see. I would love to see you talk to Bernie Sanders. I wouldn't have a problem with that, Bernie. There's an open invitation. It's not Cuba. We'll make you wait in line just to come in the in the studio twenty two. He can promote his book. bernie sanders i'd love to have a casio cortez in here so like um like yeah like and i like um like um for like sure um like drink yeah maybe we can have sarah gonzalez come be aoc that would be funny good idea party foul all right that's a good idea we'll pretend like let's do that be fun yeah no i don't know uh uh clint eastwood would be fantastic oh yeah I think we could get Clint. Yeah. We might have to go to him, but I think we could get Clint through our buddy Jacob Schick. Um, mm. We get Bradley Cooper on. Mm-hmm. We could get um, we could get uh, who 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 was I just thinking about besides Clint? I was thinking about um, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. We get Chuck mm. on here. It's hard to get Chuck out of Navasota, Texas. These yeah, days. we can get him out. Mm. I'll tell you who's a fun talk is his brother Aaron Norris, who did all of his stunts and executive produced all of his stuff. So. Aaron Norris will tell you some funny, funny stories. Those of you who have seen the uh, the, the stripper pole motel that we were in in Naples, Florida, I was supposed to be staying at Aaron Norris's house that night. And I was like, eh, I don't want to drive that far out to the coast. I mean, he's $50 million from the ocean right there where he lives. And we, we went to the stripper hotel. And, that, of course, the rest is history. We didn't know it was a stripper hotel. It had a pole in, the, sure. in a mirror. In the, yeah. Anyway. It was a fun night. <laughs> no, we didn't stay there. My skin crawled for three days. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you, have you ever had a... Um... Hey, I'm sorry. Wait, Party Foul. Did you have a, a guest that you really want? Oh, yeah. Brooke? Yeah, Brooke. Brooke Nix. Brooke Nix. Brooke cool. Sorensen Nix. Brooke Sorensen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Do y'all have Mark Candice? Um, I was going to say Alex Jones. <gasps> we're going to get Alex oh. Jones, but we got to go to Alex. Yeah. I we're going to go down to be... Austin. Well, that's another one we're going to do on the road with Alex Jones. Inside the mind of Alex Jones. Yeah, that you be better buckle up. That guy's nuts. Yeah. I love him. I mean, I don't agree with him all the time, but I, I love the Strong. guy. He's, he's out there. What you got, Marcus? I don't think it would ever happen, but I always thought Bill Clinton would be pretty fun on your show. I feel your yeah. pain. Bring the cigars. <laughs> I can't wait to enter you. We, we, I, well, I'll tell you what. She can't do it right now because it's, she's contractually bound to another deal. Uh, but uh, Paula Jones 
is a good friend, and she's become a good friend over the last couple of years. Really? She's, she's more than she's more than happy to come on the show when she can. Um, Paula's awesome. She asked me to escort her to the inaugural ball back when Trump, you know, the inauguration. And I said, heck no. She goes, why not? I was like, Paula, I already know you, Sue. So, <laughs> we're not going anywhere with you. <laughs> She's a sweetheart, though. I love her. Anyway. Anyway. What was the question? What did you have? I want to know if you've ever had a legit stalker. Stalker. Uh, one that you had to get. Not past tense, like right now. You have one. A few. Um, there, yeah. His, over the last couple of years, there's some that, <clears throat> like, like we've woken up and had gifts on our front doorstep and things like that, so... We've had to take some measures. Mm-hmm. There have been some things over the years that we've had to kind of get the you know law enforcement involved. At least, is this a real thing going on? Threat, whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, and you have to you have to check it out. Yeah. So, and fortunately, we um, we are connected very heavily to like my my manager who's Jewish. He's like, should I? I have a Mossad agent who is currently work uh, protecting Bruce Willis, but we can pull him off that job. If if you want him to, and I'm like, nah, I think we got it. I, I, give you, I think Bruce can keep him. I don't mm-hmm. think I need somebody with an Uzi. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Have you had stalkers? You were a Cowboys cheerleader. I did have. I had. I had one. You and sure now did. he works with her every day. <laughs> Steve, you had to get some help on that one. I did. I had a. Um, it was a very scary yeah. situation. I never met him before, but he just. I think he felt like he knew me and. Boy, would that be a letdown. I should just let him meet me. Then he'd have been like, never mind. Oh, that's not true. You're well, magical. I mean it. I mean, it was, I, I, whatever was in his mind was much bigger than it really was. And um, the police got involved and um, helped out tremendously. Uh, my friend Hoist Gracie got involved yeah, and helped get out. Him on the podcast. Yes. Um, he helped me out tremendously. And so, I love it. What, what, do you, what do you do? Call you up and say, do you want me to make this go away? He said, <laughs> Hoist is a great, he, he, he's a obviously Brazilian jiu-jitsu, um, the Gracie family. Um, he's also a, a gun lover. Like he he's, loves to shoot, has fun. And so when he found out about this, he said, do you need me to make him go away? And I went, well, no, not like that. And I, and I really feel like he could, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I think he took some measures to kind of help the situation. And um, But the police really were the ones that... Um, Help, We've had help interesting threats. What, what's been funny to me is sometimes I'll get messages, or what's funny is Jade, my wife, will get messages who's saying, you need to pull your husband in because he's talking to my fiancé or whatever. Some guy will send her a message. Um, and if I ever see him out, I'm like, why don't you send me the message? Why, don't you, why are you sending it to my wife, you wuss? But anyway, it's like it's because some catfish account that was using my name or face was mm-hmm. talking to his fiancé trying to – or or what's crazier is somebody that sends me a message and they're just saying, hey, love what you do. And I used to respond and be like, you know, thank you very much, appreciate it. And I learned early on you got to be real careful with that because – People send you these messages, and you respond being friendly, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden somebody reads their account, yep. like a husband or something, yep. and they're all of a sudden now they think you've got some online thing going. I've had that happen. Yeah. Just give them a little thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, and yeah. for the longest time, and I feel like that's so rude to do it. Like on, know, my, on my business page or fan page, whatever you want to call it, I had to put an automated response. People send me messages, and like I feel that is so rude to do because it's so impersonal, and I'm not an impersonal kind of guy. But no, you have to. Like, at least yeah. you get some kind of response. I'm sorry I can't respond to you. But you got to understand, I get I get upwards of 1,200 private messages a day that pop really? in just through Let's social media. Some. 
I get like 12. <laughs> Open them up. They're there. Roll the tape. They're there. And Facebook, I'll be honest with you, Facebook a couple years ago actually said, look, basically they said, we're going to have mercy on you. We see what's going on with your account. So we're going to put heavier filters on what's coming your way. And that's why people say, well, uh, I sent you a friend request on my personal page because my personal page grew to like 1.5 million followers, mm-hmm. just a personal page like we all have. Yeah. And they said, so Facebook shut it down so that I couldn't see friend requests because I was getting thousands a day. And God bless you. I mean, I wish I, I wish we could, but they put right. a limit at 5,000. They do, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then people say, oh, you think you're big time. You, got, you can't accept <laughs> any more friends. Well, yeah. Yeah. Do you not it, remember when I met you that one night? You're not even yeah. going to. Oh, and then, I, and then what else is funny is I've had people who have posted public comments and said, uh, there's two funny things. They're like, yeah, I saw him out in public in Fort Worth, and all he was doing is just going around flirting with the women trying to see who would take a picture with him. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. That's why I really don't go out anymore. I, like, I don't go out. And then there was somebody who oh, said, gosh. oh, I saw him leaving uh, that concert that night, and he had some brunette with him with glasses on, and, and they totally left together. And we were like, that was my wife. <laughs> I'm like, look. Anybody that knows me knows I, I got plenty of past. I mean, I, I've partied with the best of them, had a good old time. But, you know, it's funny how people just want to just go at it. Attack. And, uh, Haters going to hate. Mm-hmm. I know. Anybody still watching this? Are y'all still here? You still watching yeah. this? We're 45 minutes in. We can do a couple more, and then yeah. we got to. Then we'll call it a wrap. Yeah. What you got, uh, is it my turn? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, how turn, did Steve. you get started up in stand started in stand up? My buddy uh, William Lee Martin, great comedian, good friend of mine. Uh, he was he was uh, Cowboy Bill Martin, and now he's uh, doing comedy under William Lee Martin. Uh, back in 2015, he says you need to take this what you're doing and put it on stage. And I said, well, I'm not a comedian, and I still don't really think of myself as a comic. Uh, and I said, yeah. he said, well, just try it, see if people will come, and they did. And he and I did 45 shows together in 2016. Kings of Cowtown tour. Many people came to that, and we sold out about forty-five shows around Oklahoma, Texas, and Little Rock. And and so I just kept on doing it. I enjoyed it as long, as, and we'll do it as long as people show up. Do you have a favorite live show experience? Mm. Oh boy, howdy! Um, I got I got any say, venue that blew you away? Any? No, I don't know. You know, I mean, over the years, I still remember like my like when I saw Randy Travis and Merle Haggard together. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, that was nice and. And it's little sentimental things like that, because now Randy can't sing and Merle's gone, and you know I look back on things like that. But anyway, what you got? I think it's a best yeah. live show of yours. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was I thinking. talking about. Think Randy, Merle, yes, but I think it's like, do you, have you had a best live show experience? Something where just oh, magic I think one happened? of the most fun ones was when we did the home show here back in December. It was a big, big show. But, but like, it could have been better. Like, it was a long show. There were mm. a lot of people there, and I felt like I could have done better. And But you do that. You know, you're in front of I – I had a blast this past weekend at, at my hometown, Augusta, yeah. Georgia. But, no, man, we've had we've had fun. Like, oh, gosh, where were we recently? We were in Salina, Kansas. That crowd was lit, dude. Yeah. Those people were on fire having a good time. I mean, because you go out, and some people are just really ready to have fun. Yeah. And you can do no wrong. Right. You know what I mean? You never get the same crowd twice, but it is so fun when you get a live crowd. Yeah. And I hear comics all the time who say you shouldn't let the audience dictate the show. I understand what you're saying, but like last week in, um, 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 where were we? In um, Steve? Georgia? No, we were in Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers. Yeah. Fort Myers, Florida. And I just sat on the, I just, I was tired, so I just, 
was having a good time with everybody, and they had this row of seats, beautiful auditorium, sat like, I don't know, 1,300 people, but they had these rows of seats right at the stage. And so I just pulled up the uh, monitor on stage, and I just sat on it and talked to this couple for a little while and just had a blast finding out all the things they didn't know about each other. Like they've been married for 10 years. And it was funny, dude. And I had a good time with them. But, and it, but everybody else enjoyed it, I think. So good. anyway, I said a bad word on stage and I apologize. I know. It time, it's not a church service at your shows. No, it's not. It's but it's not, not a bad show. It's either. not a bad yeah. show. There's not vulgar language too much. <laughs> Every <laughs> random blue moon. Yeah. Um, all right. One more question. Okay. Oh, do you Go have ahead. Okay. Two more. Uh, Steve's um, already thrown his in the trash. Um, well, mine, okay, you pick. There's one is, do you ever get tired of being on the road, or will Jade be in any upcoming episodes of the podcast? She will. Jade works hard. Jade's got a yeah. lot going on. She's got her own career, does her own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yes, she will. Um, but She's so skinny. Bless her heart. She's working hard. Yeah. She's been killing it. She's been on this four-week challenge. with. She goes to, uh, my buddy um, Levi Memmer has this thing over in the Burleson area. Burleson, Texas area called Intensity Training Systems, ITS. And so mm-hmm. he puts together this group workout thing that's really phenomenal. And uh, I used to do it years ago, and obviously I don't do it anymore. <laughs> just, just look at this specimen. <laughs> She's been going over there, and uh, and uh, I'm like, I don't even know you anymore. She's so disciplined and so, like, eating all the right things. And yes, stuff. girl. She's, she's getting just, beach ready. Yeah. Which, Ireland I mean, she ready. Was never, yeah, she was never big to begin with. No. But, I mean, she's always been a little tiny person. But, yeah, everybody loves Jade, and, we get, and so we're going to have some episodes where I'm going to kick all y'all out, and we're just going to have a, me, a couple of me and Jade, because I think people need that. I think they need some Jade. I was going to say, that probably is one of your favorite podcasts. I think that one was really powerful that we you did, and Jade yeah, did. We did a couple of them where yeah. we just sat around the table and just talked. and yeah. and um, Where know, it became the Jade show. Yeah. Oh, and that we did it in here. Yeah, yeah. that was a lot of fun. That but was it was, I think that one was really powerful. People love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jade likes to make them mad, though. <laughs> she likes to make them mad. Yeah, and, and and yes, I do get tired of the actual physicality of travel. But let me tell you that getting on stage is so worth it. Yes, it's so much fun to get out there and hang with people that we're willing to go out there and do it some more. And let me tell you, we're we're at home for a couple of weeks now, and we'll be chomping at the bits, ready to go. Steve will have his suitcase packed four days before we leave. I've already got it packed. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. He'll be sitting by the curb waiting on me to come pick him up to go to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. This is fun. It's weird. I don't like having, I like, yeah, it's weird talking about yourself. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. I like it. <laughs> Party foul, Steve. Hot news, Natalie. Puppet master, Mark Candizi. Queen of Ethiopians. I'm going to start starting over here so that you'll be first. I'm losing my voice again. Can you hear it? Starting to feel sultry. <laughs> Hello, everyone out there in cyber world. You don't know me, but I know you. I see you. I'm watching you right now through the lens of Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. <laughs> May God bless you. Until next time.